previously on Just Cow in the City. So I can get some aspirin. It's still driving me crazy. Get the magnums. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, well, just get the magnums for show. Or you get the other ones for reality. hey What is so important about a wooden puppet going to goddamn school? Geppetto, you're a piece of shit. I know I'm going to get screwed here. You're never going to know it was the best night of my life because every night's the best night of my life. Ha-cha! Just got in the city. Everybody's here looking good and pretty. Been down, isn't it a pity? Trying to make things looking bright and chippy. All around, people seem crazy. Walking around trying not to be lazy. But at night, it's a different place. Making it work in your own space. Come on, come on and dance all night. I'm here each week, it'll be alright. Cause it's just out in the city. Cause it's just out in the city. Cause it's just out in the city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Just Cow in the City Rocktober edition. It is October 2022, and happy Yom Kippur, everybody's favorite Jewish holiday where you don't get to do anything. You sit in a crate, you can't, you don't look at anybody, you don't talk to anybody, you don't eat, you don't drink. It's a horrible nightmare. It's the Ramadan for Jews, and it's just an absolute horrible, uh, I don't know how you would call it a holiday. It's called the High Holidays. Well, it might be uh, religious and uh, all that kind of stuff, but it's certainly not any kind of holiday. It's awful. Yeah, you might have to take off from work and everything, but it's not fun. Uh, just like our New Year. Not fun. These are not fun times. The Jewish people have not put together a lot of laughs, which is ironic since most, or at least it used to be, most comedians, most of your favorite comedians, were always Hebrew. And, of course, that was the joke. The depression, all the nonsense that the Hebrews have been through and the stuff they put on themselves, like these horrible, depressing holidays, unlike Christmas, or being a little Jewish boy during Hanukkah when everybody's celebrating Christmas in a super fun time, or like David tells greatest joke ever, where he said that, you know, it was so much fun, Christmas was so great, but Hanukkah, you know, you get eight presents on eight, you know, one present each night for eight nights. And uh, he said his dad would give him. What was that? I'm trying to remember. He said his dad would give him a a present in eight pieces each night, and he's glad he didn't ask for a puppy. hey It's an old David Tell joke from the 80s, but a classic, knowing he was going to be the genius, comic genius that he is. Well, hello, everybody. It is Tuesday night tonight. Remember, we have a secret Comedy Cellar show. I'm not promoting it or anything. Not that promoting ever helps or anything. We usually have the same people are watching, but... I'm not telling anybody because, you know, it is um, Yom Kippur and it's not it's not right to see a, a little Jewish boy uh, uh, doing anything, especially with electronics. You know, of course, we could tell people it's taped in California where it's only three o'clock there. So it's not so horrible. You, you finish before sundown. But uh, we will do the show. We'll make the picks. We'll have a good time. And then the week after that, we'll have Molly Heckerling on. We'll go back to our normal fun ways. Because, God, she is terrific. Well, I hope everybody had a lovely week. My week was uh, interesting, I guess. I guess, you know, my life, it's uh, up and down in the sense of spectacular things and then really mundane things and then the the in-between. I would say this weekend, this week provided an in-between and this podcast is in-between. But don't worry, 
There's still lots to talk about. Family nonsense, horrible restaurant reviews, all the good stuff you love about Just Get Out in the City. Believe me, I wish I could find a movie again that I could complain the way I do about Geppetto when I was listening back. I'm like, this is hilarious. (laughs) To get so riled up about Geppetto, what a complete tool. (laughs) Now that's comedy. You see what I'm saying? That's funny stuff. So why don't we just uh, start out on this October 4, 2022 edition uh, with what uh, on Friday, you know, I mean, the whole week has been, uh, you know, I don't care for the Yankees. I've made that quite clear here, but, you know, I like sports. It was very exciting watching this Aaron Judge thing. And again, this coming out Tuesday, I don't know what's going to happen before then. But as of this recording, he has tied Roger Maris's record. And the classic is, I watched on Friday, I watched on Saturday, I watched on Sunday, I watched on Monday, or if if they were, yeah, I watched on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, I went out to dinner, and he hit the home run. Of course he did. Of course he did. It's the most obvious thing. But, of course, with my phone, it was easy. I saw the thing. It was easy to record it, and the next day, I watched the whole thing, and it was very, very exciting and entertaining. I love that kind of stuff, even if it's the goddamn Yankees. I remember one of my birthdays, I watched David Cohn's Perfect Game. I was just like, I was like, I had it on the DVR, and I'm like, yeah, I want to watch this again because it's goddamn exciting, you know? It's unfortunate. Believe me, I wish it could be the Mets or somebody else, but what are you going to do? That's the way it is. And, uh, of course, does it make me angry about the steroid-infused jerk-offs that kind of ruined all those kind of statistics forever? Yes. I know it shouldn't. Why should I care? I don't give a shit, but I do. But of course, then, you you know, you go into the controversy everybody's been talking about all the time. Like, can you really blame these guys? I mean, can you blame A-Rod? Yes, because by then they kind of knew. But, you know, with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds even, we're, you know, what, what, no, there, wasn't, there wasn't really any rules. I mean, yes, they were cheating, but... It wasn't like set in stone that like we were not supposed to take. I, I don't know how clear it was, and everybody should blame. I believe it's this Bud Selig who might be dead, but they should, uh, wherever his name is, it should be taken down. I mean, if we're doing this cancellation thing, why aren't we canceling this Bud Selig and uh, just all of these? Uh, bas- Let's cancel everybody, you know? Let's just cancel it. It's the proper thing to do. It's the polite thing to do. We need to cancel everybody. Everybody needs to cancel, be canceled, and then we can start all over again and start fresh. I've already been canceled, but I'm hoping to get canceled again. And that's my big plan, which is so easy to do. One wrong tweet, even from me, who doesn't have that many followers, uh, you know, that's all you need. You just put it out there, and it's over. And then all of a sudden, I'd be very famous. It's not a horrible way to become famous. Let's just say for some reason I say something extremely racist on the tweet. You know, this is, this is what I was always saying about this guy, Steve Bartman. And we've talked about this story on the, uh, before. When the Chicago Cubs were trying to get to the World Series before they won, the year before they won, this big Cubs fan uh, reached out and stole a ball that kind of changed the entire series. And he was the most hated man in Chicago. And he was a huge fan. And it was really sad. I think they've made a documentary on this guy, and I can't, I can't find it. It's driving me crazy. And this poor kid, like, uh, you know, just it ruined his entire life because it clearly did 
uh, fix the the way the Cubs never won the World Series. It was a disaster. I mean, back then, and the kid was just lambate, and the Miami Marlins were able to, you know, move on. And I've always said, if I was that kid, I would have asked the Marlins for a job in their franchise, moved to Miami, and told the town of Chicago to go fuck themselves. So that's always been my plan. Fuck it. Go to the other side and say, I've been planning this all along. You guys can go. I've been undercover this whole time. You guys can go fuck yourselves. That's the only way to handle it, right? So I figure if I say something really racist about whatever ethnicity, you know, I'll just go over to like the Ku Klux Klan, whoever hates whoever, and just say like, yeah, I've been working for you guys for years. I mean, that's the only way to go. I mean, there's definitely, you know, you can make money at these, uh, you know, I can go down to Alabama and perform there all the time, I guess. I guess that's the way. Work it out. Just say like, yeah, I completely meant it and everybody can go fuck themselves. I mean, could I possibly actually do that? Probably not. But in my head, that's my. All right. If everybody's turning on me, I'll just be like, yeah, I've been planning this all along, jerk offs. So now I'm going to just work for the other side. And they'll be like, so, like, hey, this guy really stood up for, you know, his hatred of Asian people. He really. Yeah, we hate Asian people. Like, so we're with you, man. Uh, it's not the way you want to live your life, but. uh it is, damn it, I should be taking a picture of this across the street. Remember where I told you that window was, um, uh, you know, that whole apartment looked like the Avengers had, uh, like that. Now there's a guy on the, um, you know what, I'm going to pause and take a picture. I'll show you the picture. I mean, this guy is like on the edge of the building as if he's going to commit suicide. I mean, he's like standing on the edge. I didn't catch it the time he moved his leg in, but he was really standing on the edge of the building, you know, like you'd, like you'd see a, a, a suicide person. And uh, that this one, I just had to take a picture of. It was just too, it was just too easy. So if you're watching the bonus show, uh, double bonus for this week. Remember, I'm going to show you the pictures from last week and then this week. And they're good. A lot of food pictures, a lot of action. Um, in fact, let's just go over it and start now. So let's start with Saturday. It was hilarious, right? So Saturday, you know, I always, I wait. So first of all, I was just thinking, I just came back from Dunkin' Donuts, right? So I go to Dunkin' Donuts Thursdays, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and then when I was brushing my teeth today, when I was about to go out, I go, you know, I, I guess I kind of spend a lot of money at Dunkin' Donuts. I know it's not that much, but... You know, trying to save, well, maybe not, you know, going out for coffee every day or four days a week or even three days a week. I mean, Thursday, I just do it before I go to my mom's or something. But but I use that cup like all day long. I reheat it, you know, definitely for Saturdays, for my job, the three podcasts. I reheat it three, two different times. I'm like, I probably shouldn't do it because I always get my doorman something. So then it also costs, mo- you know, a little bit more money if I get him a water or another donut or whatever. And, you know, it's just but again, I it is the act of going out. I don't know whether I'm going to go out the rest of the day today. It's Friday. And even though Friday night should be a big night, it's just not for me. So I don't know if I'm going to see anybody else again. So if I don't go out and get coffee, I'm never going to interact with people. And it is so important, especially after a big pandemic to realize how important that is. So I go downstairs. Obviously I see my doorman. I talk to him. Maybe I'll see somebody in the building. 
But I swear, I was like going down the street as if um, <laughs> the image I'm thinking of is Otis in Superman when he's walking down the street and he knows everybody. Or Kramer walking down the street. Like, hey, Kramer. Hi, Cosmo. Hey, Mr. Clotworthy. How are you today? Ah, couldn't be better. <laughs> Hi, Lorraine. Hi, Cosmo. My mom, Babs. Hi, Mrs. Kramer. Lorraine. Yes, it's a fine day. What do you say, Cosmo? Hey, everything, my man. <laughs> and I'm like waving to people and I'm saying like, I know everybody in the neighborhood. And today I hit all of them, you know. I walked out. I waved to the guy in the um, eyebrow waxing place. And then I saw one of my neighbors on the street. Then I go into the little um, newspaper stand, you know, where I get the post and the, and the lottery ticket every uh, uh, Friday. And I say hello to him. We have a conversation. I ask him, like, what time he gets off because he works, like, 24 hours there. It's really – I can see him at 7 in the morning, and then I see him at midnight that same night. So I don't know what his hours are. I'm pretty sure they sleep there, even though I know he lives in Jersey, which is even funnier. And I've known him for, like, 20 years. And then uh, I go down the street. I recognize this one homeless guy that I always actually do give money to because he's not intrusive and he's and he's very polite. And then I go to the Dunkin' Donuts and I see my uh, you know my girl that works there. And I talk to her and then I talk to some of the people in the Dunkin' Donuts for a little bit. And then, uh, oh, and then I saw and then on the way home I saw the guy my the pizza place I go to and the guy who owns the place was actually making the pizza in the front window and I waved at him and I'm like, see. This is why it's important to go out and actually get coffee, even though it's, you know, a little when when you're trying to save up money or whatever the fuck I'm trying to do, you know, it's probably bad to go out and spend six, seven dollars every day on coffee. But it's like the one thing that's kind of important because it is important to interact with people if you're home all the time. And now that I work from home, I, I mean, seriously, when I get home from work on a Wednesday and I'm just not doing comedy lately you know it's kind of like on pause for a little bit until i figure all this out it's very possible i won't leave and see another person really until i mean monday morning when i leave but i won't talk to anybody until monday at one o'clock when i have lunch with the people because remember there's nobody in my office on mondays so i i don't see anybody from wednesday at five o'clock until monday at about that same time you know what I mean? Technically, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, I don't see people for five days sometimes. If I don't leave this house, if I made coffee at home, I wouldn't see people for five days. It's very possible. It's happened before. And it's just, it's kind of mess. And then, of course, you know, then Mondays are my favorite night and stuff. Uh, speaking of which, this Monday is kind of a bummer. I didn't get to go last Monday because it was Rosh Hashanah. Can't go out this Monday. My friend Evan's mom died, so... Uh, you know, he didn't say I have to go to the funeral, but I'm not going to the funeral because it's in Staten Island during the day. I'll work, but, you know, I'll go to his house after. It's the right thing to do. It's a bummer. I'm, I'm p- kind of pissed, but I'm also not pissed because I don't want to spend so much money because of what happened last time. But I had wings last night. But anyway, we're getting out of order here. But uh, the, the key is the Dunkin' Donuts is, is is quite important in my life in a sense of it's not so much like I like I love their coffee because I don't and I could totally live without it. But I just get a coffee and a donut. At least I get one donut and I used to get two. And it, it, But it really is just kind of the act of interacting with people and the act of going out and putting on, you know, a top and pants. <laughs> Brushing, who knows if I'd even brush my teeth if I'm not going to see anybody. I, I, I think I'd like to think I would, but who knows? That, that that's That's the whole thing. So... So on Saturday mornings, you know, I, and Sundays when I'm working, I always go out around 
And this particular Saturday, I, I came in, I, I went downstairs, and I had to take over the doorman responsibilities because my friend Dan had to, um, did he have to go to the bath? No, he had to change his jacket. He got the wrong jacket, and it was too small for him. I'm like, well, I could take over for a second. He goes, you, do you mind? I'm like, nah, it's like the old days. Because before this company bought my building, I used to take over for for their lunches and just be. I, I knew how to work the phones. I knew, how, you know, I was getting people's uh, dry cleaning out of the closet. It was really funny. But uh, so this time I just sat in the chair and I saw people go by and they're like, "Good morning, good morning." And I don't even know whether they were. I, they know I work in the building, and I was just so annoying because they all used to know, like, David, what are you doing here? And then there was always a bunch of douchebags who didn't seem to get it. They're like, "Wait a minute, I thought this kid lived in the building. I didn't know he worked here." There's nothing funnier than sitting at that desk and just, you know, letting people thinking that you work there. It's hilarious, especially when I'm right on the verge of getting kicked out as well. And I'm like, you know, this company doesn't even know I'm trying to help them. Give the doorman a little break so he can go downstairs and get a comfortable jacket for the next eight hours. You know what I'm saying? But so the best is, though, I also see, you know, that crazy lady, Bonnie who we always talk about, who's really insane, but so pretty. She's be like a network newscaster. She's in training places. We talk about her all the time. And she's downstairs every day now. She's still so pretty. It's such a shame that she is batshit crazy. And when I say batshit crazy, I am not kidding around. So I, you know, I, I did the doorman thing. It was so funny. I did the doorman thing, went to Dunkin' Donuts, came back. And then I was talking. And then, so sometimes she'll flip. Sometimes she doesn't want to talk. And then she's like, David, you know, it's like really weird. You never know what day you're going to get her on. And then she wanted to have a long conversation. I'm trying not to look at my watch because I got to get upstairs by eight o'clock. You know, I got to clock in. But this time she was telling me, you know, I, I think I've told you this before. She thinks Michael Bloomberg is out to get her and destroy her. And this time, um, and there is a theory that Michael Bloomberg, the ex-mayor of uh, New York City, is paying her apartment rent because nobody knows how she keeps the apartment we know her electricity gets turned off sometimes uh we figure she's always downstairs using the wi-fi in the building so just nobody's sure and boy would i really like to know i've been in her apartment i mean we we've talked a lot but you just can't tell what's real and what's not you know she's I've, i've told you this before she's got like some sort of water bill she put together where she's supposed to make all this money it would be so hilarious if it were true but there's no way it can be true and this time she told me, you know, she has three cats and I've taken care of her cats before. And this time she told me that Michael Bloomberg killed one of her cats. Like she bought it to a vet and he called the vet and had them poison the cat and eventually kill the cat. I mean, that's that's some that's some other world fucked up thinking, right? That Michael Bloomberg has nothing better to do. He's like, yeah, I really want to fuck with this woman. And uh, let me know when she brings her cat into the vet. I mean, come on. I mean, obviously, right? I mean, it's a, you know, we're having a nice conversation and all of a sudden it just turns. You know, she's like, oh, what are you doing for work? I'm like, ah, you know, I got to work at this law firm. I, you know, and then all of a sudden she's like, well, you know, don't work for Bloomberg. I'll tell you this. And then you're like, uh, and she's like, David, no one's talk, No one's stopping him. No one's stopping him. It, it's like she, we, were, we were talking perfectly when I left. And then when I came back, it just all flipped. I don't know what happened. Meanwhile, my friend Kenny, who you remember from this building, uh, saw her at a bar on Saturday in the city because she told me, um, apparently, I guess she went to Ohio State. So she went to this Ohio State bar that my friend Kenny's friend owns. And he saw her there. We texted yesterday and he goes, uh, 
oh yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, she's really insane. And I'm like, well, of course, but she's still pretty, right? And he sent me a picture of her. She really is still pretty. I think I could show the picture of her on the um, on the show. I don't care. You know, he sent me a picture of her at the bar. And then you'll see, that's the lady that comes to my door sometime with the empty wine glass. And I've had to put a, st- I, I feel bad. You know, it's like, I, I'd like to invite her in sometimes, but people have said, don't, don't invite her. Don't even ride the elevator with her. You don't know. You don't know what she's going to accuse you of or something. It's, it's a shame, but it is. But it's a funny day when you're just going down for, you know, those are the, well, still the fun things that are not going to happen if you don't go out. I know that all took place in my building. I wouldn't even have to leave the building for that kind of action. But, you know, I just went back and went forth, and that was the that was all that happened on Saturday to me. I'm like, if that didn't happen, it would have been the most boring day. You know, nothing happened. I, 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 I Did I make dinner that day? I don't know. I didn't because I know I was leaving on Sunday. But, you know, I didn't really talk to anybody. I didn't interact with people again and whatever. The weird part is on Sunday, I, I woke up at 5 a.m. so I could get to my sister's by 8 a.m. for work because I was staying over her house for the two days for the holidays, right? I woke up, but this is so funny that this keeps happening where I wake up actually a half hour earlier than I do when I'm going to work. Like the time we went to um, bring Billy to the college. It's so weird to wake up at 5 a.m. on a Sunday when I can actually wake up at 5.30 on a regular weekday. But I had no choice. I had to like shower, put myself together before I went to bed because I knew I was never shower there, just stay in my old clothes and when I sleep in the clothes, you know, it's also I'm like, let me just shower for the next two days. And, you know, I had to also make sure I had to get, oh, no, no, I parked my car on the street, so I was ready to go. Uh, but, you know, in case there's mix-ups, I'm giving myself three hours to get to bed. Also, you know, when I get there, they're going to be asleep, so I got to set up. So I ask her, you know, is it okay if I, you know, just set up on the uh, dining room table? She's like, no. You can go be in the the outside area room. And I'm like, well, I can't just have my computer at the living room. It's like, no, we're going to eat in there. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm finished at four o'clock and I can, I can, you know, pack it down at like two or something. It's like, no, you go to the other room. So um, when I got there, I stopped at the Dunkin' Donuts by her house, of course. And then I got there and I got there really early. I got there like, I don't know, like seven, seven, 15 so I could set up where I was going to be for the next two days. I've never worked actually remotely. I've worked in my house, but I've never gone on the road. This was a big test for me to see if I could do this, you know, go to a hotel and work, go to L.A. maybe a work, you know, with this new job, you know, where I'm not going to have two monitors, whatever. But I bought my other laptop computer just in case I could send stuff and I could look at it. I could technically have two monitors, but I tried to ask them. I'm like, can I make my other laptop a monitor? And they're so... Them and their stupid fucking security is so stupid that you can't make another laptop, another monitor, which would be helpful because there's probably a lot of attorneys that, you know, go on the road and stuff. And, you know, they, they, they ruin their own security kind of ruins everybody's good time. But anyway, I go there and I set it up and I got a picture of the setup. I, I, I find a card table and I set myself up in this little corner with the windows open. So it was actually quite delightful looking at the yard there was like a breeze coming in it was kind of nice and i i set up all the stuff really quiet and i set myself up in this little area you'll see that because the best is they have a cat so the cat was on the table the whole time so it was kind of nice it was old school the way my cat used to be and i kind of liked it a lot and i slept with that cat and that cat is uh really awesome so then that's the other thing too she wants me to so they're going 
so my sister's taken the whole family to Hawaii, not me or my mom. And now, you know, I get that. But she, uh, I guess my brother-in-law's mom died, left them, you know, a house. They made some money and they're going first class, taking the whole family first class to Hawaii and even my friend uh, Liza's uh, friend, Lindsay, you know. So they're all gone. I'm not included. That's all right. What are you going to do, right? So she's like, yeah, uh, while we're away, can you stay here and watch the cat? And I'm like, I really don't want to do that. I, I can't, I'm already depressed between Christmas and New Year's anyway. I can't imagine staying in a house by myself that's like, you know, at least here by myself, I can go downstairs. I can talk to the doorman. I can go to the Dunkin' Donuts. You know what I'm saying? If I'm in a house by myself, I'm never going to see anybody. It's going to be so depressing, let alone I'm terrified in a house by myself. That's why I live in an apartment. I'm afraid to be alone in a big house. So I'm like, no. And the, oh, boy, did she get angry. She's so pissed that I won't stay at her house and take care of that cat. I don't mind taking care of that cat, but then, you know, bring it over here then. Because uh, I don't want to stay. I don't want to stay over. But she's so angry. She's so angry at me all the time. It's really messed up. Let alone, you know, when my mom came over on Monday, they're just talking about what they're going to do in Hawaii. And I told my mom yesterday, I'm like, boy, that was pretty uncool that they're telling us they're saying in front of us all the stuff they're going to do in Hawaii where my mom and I aren't going. I thought that was pretty uncool, but I think she does it on purpose. She's so angry at me all the time from whatever I did to her in the 70s. It's really fucked up. Oh, but you know what the other thing is? When I went to that Dunkin' Donuts in New Jersey, uh, sometimes I get an apple crumb donut, you know, so it's full with like apples, like fruit apples, and I, I don't know what's on top. But in New Jersey... They put like a chocolate drizzle on it. So I wasn't going to get that. But then I'm like, well, if they have the the chocolate drizzle on it, then I'm, I got to get it because that's going to be absolutely delicious. But they don't have that in New York. It's the same donut, but they don't put the chocolate drizzle on it. Why? Why am I getting screwed? Because I live in New York when all this great stuff is happening in Jersey. The chocolate drizzle? The gambling? Now, I know they have the gambling in New York now, but you know what I'm saying. If this was a year ago, I'd be like, come on. We get a chocolate drizzle over there. And I would tell you, when I went into that Dunkin' Donuts, I think it was an Asian girl. She was so nice and polite, and it was 7 in the morning, and I'm like, you know what? This is going to be great. I'm excited to come here every day uh, for the time I'm here, which is two days. Oh, that's, that's right. It was Sunday, so I got to watch uh, you know a little bit of football. But then uh, we had to go get Pizza Hut because it's my nephew's birthday. That's what we were doing. Right. We got Pizza Hut, and then I had to drive them to Pizza Hut, which I was furious about. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't care taking care of the order. I just didn't feel like going because it's, it's, it's a... I love driving in Jersey because it's just so easy, but it's like a slow drive. Like everything's 25 miles an hour. It's so annoying. But otherwise, it was fun. Liza came with us too, and she's a lot of fun. So it was okay. But we bought so much. I think we bought $200 of Pizza Hut stuff because whatever he wanted, you know. And we bought, uh, Matt and I got the chicken wings, and they were pretty good. I got it. Yeah, they were pretty good. We got the like extreme hot because we knew they weren't going to be hot, but they were good. And obviously, I got. The Supreme Pizza, but then we also got a pizza with meatballs and onions, but they forgot to put the onions on, but we let it go, and then a whole bunch of those cheesy breadsticks he wanted, and then garlic bread, then garlic bread with cheese. It was so much starch and carbs. It was sick, and you know, I certainly ate a lot, and oh, that's right. I got a fountain soda, a huge, large fountain soda at Wawa, so by the time I finished, I went. they, they were expecting company. And I went downstairs, and that was the other thing. So I'm like, can I go watch, you know, I'm just looking for a place to kind of chill, you know, 
But every time I say, can I go watch TV downstairs or I'm not bothering me? No, the kids are going to be playing video games down there. I'm like, well, is there anywhere I can go where I can just be alone for a moment and just, you know, chill? And she just gets so angry all the time, I guess because I don't want to interact. I mean, what's the big deal? I don't want to see these people. Why are they coming over so late? I told her after I eat, there's going to be an issue. No, everybody knows I got to take a nap after I eat. I eat too much. That's all I was looking forward to. And why these people? Then I found, I, I went downstairs and all I wanted, that's right. I wanted to watch Aaron Judge. I wanted to see if he was going to hit the home run. I wanted to watch the Sunday night football game. I go downstairs. I pass out for like three hours. Apparently they were there for three hours. This woman came over, colored my sister's hair. They were doing, I'm like, wait, that all happened while I was passed out. I guess I passed out. I think I woke up at like 1230 and my nephew was still up. And we watched a couple of family guys, which was great. And then I just fell asleep on that couch. Now, you can't eat that kind of starch and not fall asleep. I mean, that's insane. I even had some coffee, and it was just over. But I didn't care. I mean, I didn't want to see these people anyway. I, I really don't like them very much. So I'm like, what, what's the big deal? If I, uh, you know, what am I, 10? I, they, when your parents beg, you're like, oh, you got to come up and say hello to your Aunt Francis. Why? That's why I'm always like, if the kids don't want to say hello to me, I don't force them. Because don't you remember how horrible that was for us? We had to give them a kiss on the cheek. Everybody talks about that. Oh, the fucking worst. I don't want to hug people. I don't want to kiss people. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, old people, people that are gross. Ugh, right? That's the worst part about family stuff sometimes. You got to, you know, kiss that old uncle. I, I feel like if people feel that way about me, then, you know, whatever. Let's just shake hands and say hello. And mind your own business. We move on. I don't know how my uh, nephews or nieces feel about me. I don't know whether they feel forced to hug me. I mean, I like to hug them, but I don't know if they're forced or uh, what's this story over there, you know, because only because me and my sister were forced to kiss this woman, this horrible, ugly, unattractive woman on the cheek for so many Thanksgivings. Oh, it was fucking horrible. I was thinking when people all talk about like, oh, it's all about family. Family is the most important thing. I'm like, shut the fuck up. What do you know? If you don't really have a good family unit, then you just shut up. I'm sure lots of people feel that way when you have a good family. Otherwise, family's not the most important thing. The most important thing is friendship. And I like to piss on that 100%. That's what I do. There's nothing like a day out on the beach when all it does is rain. You need somebody else to make the sun Monday morning, I wake up early again, and I drive my car to Dunkin' Donuts, which I cannot tell you was the most exciting thing to get in the car and drive to Dunkin' Donuts. It was thrilling. It was exciting. That's the way the rest of the world works, I guess. You guys get in your car and you go to work. I get so excited about that. I miss getting into a car and going to work. It's cool. Having all your stuff in the car and listening to the radio and driving to work. I never get to do that. That sounds awesome. You know, as long as there's no traffic, and there wasn't. I went to the Dunkin' Donuts, and this time it was the worst experience. There were these two evil schoolgirls there, 
and they just hated me. I wasn't trying to be weird or anything, but they like somebody sneezed, and I'm like, uh, you know, uh, what did you just say? God bless you to me. And they're like, no, she sneezed. And I'm like, yeah, no, I know. I don't know what they were doing there, but they were miserable being there. They were regular. They weren't Indian. They were just, I don't know, regular. You know, I expected Indian people, especially being, you know, around Edison, New Jersey. But boy, were they angry. It was so weird because, you know, I have such a good relationship with the Indian women at the Dunkin' Donuts by me. And then these uh, two evil girls were just so mean. It left a really bad taste in my mouth when I left. I'm like, wow. That was a horrible Dunkin' experience. I love the Dunkin' Donut experience. And these two evil girls ruined it. I don't know what they were so angry about, except for the fact that they're working on a Dunkin' Donuts on a Monday morning. How can they work at a Dunkin' Donuts on a Monday morning? Don't they have to go to school, though? Oh, that must mean they're over. Oh, that must mean they're just stupid, I guess. I mean, why, how would you work on a Monday morning before school? No, no, it's too, you got to go to school at eight in the morning. Well, maybe that's why they're pissed. I mean, can you blame them? No. But, you know, just trying to have a good positive attitude when I walk in there and I ruined it. Meanwhile, also, Monday was supposed to be, you know, I can't believe it. You know, I was supposed to, Lee and I finally spoke and he goes, look, you know, if you want to, I know the tailgates are no good for you Sunday, but we're tailgating Monday, you know, if you want to come. And I'm like, I'd love to come. I can't believe it's on Rosh Hashanah, so I can't. Because it was great. He was sending pictures. It looked, it was, the weather was perfect. It was Monday. I mean, technically, if everything was normal, I would have gone to work and I would have gone right there and had the best time. But what are you going to do? So they were all sending pictures. It was really great. It was great talking to Lee again a little bit. And, Oh, I really feel like I missed out. That's something I feel like I missed out. I mean, I didn't miss, miss out, but it doesn't matter. You know, the tailgate is up or down for me. But a Monday night tailgate is perfect because then, you know, I'm having trouble with day drinking and stuff. But this wouldn't be that because by the time it's finished, you're time to go home. But whatever. What are you going to do? I knew that was going to be the case. And my brother-in-law made this unbelievable food. He made duck. He just bought duck. And he's like, you know what? Maybe I'll uh, give this duck a try and uh, he made this duck sauce, <laughs> and it was so delicious. I told you, he's like the best cook, and we just had like, you know, the only time I ever have duck is at that Peking duck place where they make, you know, chop it up in front of you and stuff, but it was delicious. He made ju- duck, and he made chicken pot pie. It was completely foul. <laughs> the whole thing. Um, but it, oh boy, was it good. It was really good, and then, if, you know, just overeating again and dory made some sort of apple and honey chocolate cake i don't know it was pretty good though with good icing and oh it's just so full again but this time i didn't take a nap because i had to drive my nephew back to school i definitely didn't want any trouble so i just had some more coffee right i didn't stop for i was gonna stop for more coffee and i didn't stop for more coffee but and the classic thing is I brought him back to school. Of course, the school I'm going to be teaching at. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so fucking classic. Wouldn't it? What are the odds that there's going to be a game, a Monday night football game where I have to go home and get into the traffic? So we had to wait because I'm like, we should wait until everybody's inside. Because if we left at seven, I'm going to hit the traffic going into the Meadowlands. I'm like, well, that's really bad luck. (laughs) You know, and also just, again, scheduling that game on Rosh Hashanah was so rude so we waited a while so um you know and he had a bunch of stuff to bring back so 
So there was, thank God there was no trade. You know, we waited. So it was like 8.30, the game was just starting. So then there was no, everybody was inside already. So it was good. But it certainly is exciting to see the place all lit up and stuff. But I definitely was like, geez, it's so funny. I was supposed to be there. How funny is it? I'm passing it anyway. And it was funny, you know, because on Tuesday, I also worked from home. I went back home, but I worked from home that day because it was still a holiday. And I went to Dunkin' Donuts again, as I always do before work. And this time there were all schoolgirls because there's a like a Catholic school across the street and they're all wearing the uniforms and this time all the schoolgirls were like annoying in a different way because they were just in bulk and they were impeding my uh, way to get online and go back home in time for work but uh, they were all really polite but it's just funny I, I just feel like I'm not supposed to be around any of these people <laughs> just to young and they're i don't know what they're doing but it's just, i just never see them because i'm not i guess i'm just not around at those particular hours when they're around but they just come off the buses they come off regular buses not school buses it's just so different here in new york you can't imagine your children traveling on public transportation when they're 12 or 13 or 14 and here you just grow up so fast it's so funny it's so different and weird and you just grow up so much faster here I don't know what is good or worse or better. I don't, you know, I don't know what it is. I just can't picture it because I grew up in the suburbs too. And I just can't imagine being, well, I mean, I guess I was riding the trains and the subways about 15 by myself. Like I'd come into the city by myself and stuff, but maybe even a little later, but, um, you know, at 13, 14, I riding the subway by myself without my parents, but that's what kids do here. And it's like, and it's it's like a thing. I mean, it's like the parents just like, yeah, the, the, she's down in Soho with her friends, like my friend Michelle when her kid was like thirteen. She's down in Soho. How'd she get there? Took the subway with her friends. Wow, it's weird, right? Can't imagine that. That, that. I don't think that happens anywhere else in the in the nation. Mystery date. Are you ready for your mystery date? So then I finally went to work on Wednesday and I was worried because I had a dinner date with my friend Jenny Lynn. So I was, uh, you know, I'm always worried about if I have dinner, you know, and I'm going to have dinner early, you know, how am I going to regulate? The Meanwhile, my friend Chloe told me on Tuesday when I wasn't there, she was like, oh my God, they had chicken parm today. I'm like, they had chicken parm on the one Tuesday I wasn't there? God damn, I think they did it on purpose. It was very anti-Semitic. I'm going to make chicken parm on that goddamn Tuesday. Son of a bitch. But that's the problem. I'm like, now what are they going to have today? Where Because I just want to have a salad because I'm going out for dinner. But what am I What am I going to do if it's something delicious? Well, it was something delicious. It was chicken and steak fajitas. They were amazing. With beans and cheese and all the kind of stuff. It was unbelievable. Ugh. And then for breakfast, again, I was like, not going to have, but I was like, they had scrambled eggs and they had bacon and they have a blueberry scone. And I'm like, come on, man. And the guy's like, what's the matter? You don't want scone? No, I do. And they had tater tots. That was the issue, right? I just wanted to get oatmeal. When they have tater tots, there's no way I'm not getting tater tots. You know, those are hard to find. So I went to lunch and I'm like, and I'm mad. I'm like, this is delicious. And I'm like, what's the matter? I'm like, well, I'm having dinner in like four hours. <laughs> and I was eating with um, my new friend, oh, Brene, wait, Brene, oh, Brene, my new friend Brene, who's Mexican, my friend Chloe with an extra E, 
and my friend, my black friend, you know, I'm just saying it for a reason, Shantae, and and Julie came over, and who's Asian, and I said, and then I said, well, we've done it. We've got all the races here together at once. Let's take a photo so everybody knows I'm not racist. Can all the people that think I'm racist don't think I'm racist? And like, well, that statement's racist. I'm like, yeah, I know. So let's take this photo. It's very important. I get this photo in before we all leave. <laughs> but it was really funny. As soon as Julie joined us, I'm like, well, we've done it. <laughs> we put it all together. This is the way the world's supposed to work. And it is funny because that only happens at a job, you know, where you're going to have all that because that used to happen at my other job too. In fact, we took a photo of all of us, uh, white, Mexican, Jewish, black, Asian, uh, uh, which I have somewhere. I'll show you. We put United Nations at the bottom. Like Everybody was agreeing like, wow, where are you ever going to see a picture like this? You know, again. So, But again, it was so funny now that the, the new Mexican girl at work joined. I'm like, well. We've put it all together. <laughs> Brene. What is, and I'm like, what is the matter with you people? Brene, can you just call yourself Brene? Are you kidding me? Did it, Chloe, you got to have the extra E on there. What is happening? I am David. <laughs> the end. You need all these people with these awkward names. It's so funny. I love making fun. And this poor girl, Brene, she's everybody that came over like, Oh, this is Brene, and they're like, you always have to ask her again. Like, wait, what? Wait, did you just say that with a B? Yes. You can't not. It should be Renee. Why isn't it Renee? Who's Brene? What is that all about? Meanwhile, oh, meal was unbelievable. Did I take a picture? I can't remember whether I took a picture. I might have been too angry to take a picture. Anyway, then, you know, I leave at 4 o'clock, and I'm meeting this girl at 6 o'clock at the West Bank Cafe. You know, the place my friend Steve Olson owns. And my friend Vincent said, you know, you might want to go to the West. When I was asking him for ideas, he's like, you might want to go to the West Bank because it's a pretty well-priced meal. You know, we ate there. Me and Larry ate there the other day. We had a bottle of wine, and we had this, and it was like a, it was like $100 or something. And I'm like, that sounds perfect. Because I don't want—I didn't want to spend it because I'm, I'm out of money again. So I was really worried about this. And the last time I was with her, I, I spent—remember, I spent four hundred dollars. You know, when we were at that place in Jersey, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't do that again. So I went to the West Bank Cafe and I saw the owner. I told him we were coming in, but he never responded. So then I saw him and I said hello, but he never came by again. And I thought, oh, thank God he's here. Maybe we'll get some form of discount. Well, no discount. And quite frankly. It was awful. It like it just it wasn't awful. It just wasn't good. Everything about it was bad in a sense. Not the worst. It's not a crummy snobatorium or anything. It's just like the first of all, I, I biked up there. I was taking my time. I biked up the West Side Highway. It was beautiful. Parked by the ferry, then walked over because I had nothing but time. It was great. I think I looked good. I was wearing like a suit. And that was re- that was a pleasant part of the day. Oh, I also took a picture of the the bathrooms in there. They're so fucked up. They're clean, but the urinals look like a sink, and they're really high up. So your penis is pretty much <laughs> like it's it's hard to configure. If again, if you're this isn't what you'd want to sign up and pay money for, I know, in the bonus show. But um, if you're on Patreon and then you're going to see the bonus show, you'll see what I mean. It's not a picture of me peeing in there. It's just a picture of the 
very strange urinals that I promise you've never seen before. And there's no divider. So you are definitely sitting right next to the guy right next to you. It's really fucked up. But at least it's clean in there. But still, it's it's really awkward. I'll, I'll show you. I was like worried to take a picture, but I was like, nah, I got it. I got it. People have to see this. It's so weird. Anyway, we get there, and this waitress is really eager, very nice, and she's like, are you guys ready? I'm like, no, no, well, just give us a second, you know? And then and then I find out that this girl's not drinking. I'm like, you're not drinking? I thought we were drinking. And then I'm like, what am I talking about? This is good. It won't cost that much. But meanwhile, I got a martini, which I shouldn't have gotten. I don't know why I got because I was had it in my mind that we were both going to get martinis. And it wasn't very good, but it wasn't horrible. I don't know. Just, I guess I just wasn't in the mood. She was just drinking a Coke, and later I got a Coke. Anyway, this waitress comes over. She gives martinis and then she's like are you guys ready we're like no we're not ready we need some time she comes over are you ready and we're like we're not ready we need some time she's like are you ready you're not gonna do it no like really we're just like just give us a couple of minutes we're looking at the stuff when we finally get ready never see the waitress again never see her again i was furious because then uh at one, when the meal came finally i was like hey, can i get some parmesan cheese what do i order um rigatoni or something right with all the well, with the with the complete Goodfellas meal, with the beef, the pork, and the veal. Oh, you gotta have the pork. Oh, you gotta have the three kinds of beef, three kinds of. Oh, you gotta have the pork. The pork's a flavor. So I was saying that the whole time. So I got this thing. It wasn't great. But I was like, "Can I have some Parmesan cheese?" Yeah, I'll get that for you. Oh, can I have a Coke with lemon? Well, twenty minutes later, you know, it's like we. She was really in our face the whole time, and then we never saw her again. The cheese didn't come for another ten minutes. The coke came 15 minutes after that. I was furious. You know, it's like, I mean, what, what is that? I asked you for a, a bit of Parmesan cheese. You couldn't bring that in two seconds? I mean, if she was waiting, Jenny Lynn was waiting to eat. I'm like, oh, no, go go ahead and eat. I'm just going to wait for this fucking asshole. And there's nothing I can say because, you know, my friend owns the place, so I don't want to be rude, but I'm like, I'm pretty pissed. And I just want another drink. I just want to, you know, Coke with the meal. I wasn't even thinking about getting a glass of wine. Thank God I didn't get that. Who knows how long that would have taken. And really the food was, so what do we have? The salmon tartare. That's what uh, Jenny wanted. I didn't care for that. It was okay. Did we have something else too? What did I, 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 I can't remember. Oh yeah, that's right. I had a Caesar salad and we split it up. It was okay. And then I, and right. Then I had the rigatoni and she had, oh, she had the steak. That was a smart move. It was kind of delicious. Well, it was part of a steak sandwich, but she asked it with no bread. And by getting with uh, the steak sandwich with no bread, I think it was ten dollars cheaper than if she ordered the steak and the and the fries. You know, even though the fries came, with, I mean, it was ridiculous. But it was pretty good. But we both weren't pleased. We weren't pleased with the food, and we definitely weren't pleased with the service. However, I do know that they're having trouble staffing that place, so I guess that has something to do with it. But it wasn't very crowded, and we were there from we got there at five forty with a reservation at six and we were there until nine thirty. Like we were there when there was nobody there. And then we really were there until it closed. And I think we got some dessert or something, but she just wouldn't come back to the table. And that, and it was just annoying because she's bothering us every 30 seconds at the beginning. And then you just never fucking see her again. And then when you actually do order something, it takes another 30 minutes. And that's why it was frustrating. Just keeps coming over, keeps coming over, keeps coming over. And then you never see her again. And that sucks. If she was at least that way where it was taking her another 30 minutes to come over the first time, we would have expected that. But she threw us off, and it was really annoying, and it just wasn't that great, and I'm upset about it because, um, well, you know, I just thought it would be better, and Vincent was like, oh, we had a great meal, but 
it wasn't it wasn't great. I was very disappointed. And that's and that's when so she went to the bathroom. I checked the scores. I see Aaron Judge hit the home run. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be kidding me. I've been watching that thing for seven days. The guy fucking hit the home run. He hit it in Toronto. I couldn't believe it, but I taped it. And then I thought the Mets were down, but they ended up winning, which was great. So it was kind of a great night in that sense. So then we leave the place and we're just walking around because it really is like the, um, the probably the last of the most magnificent nights. You know, perfect weather. It wasn't chilly, but there was a breeze. It was really, really nice. We just kind of walked around. But unfortunately, we're in this Times Square because she came out of the Port Authority from Jersey and we're just in an area which is not conducive for walking, but we finally walked up to this place, which was pretty nice and kind of had this bad. I, that's where we took a picture of ourselves there. Yeah. So I'll have that. But this place on 50th and 8th, little little park area. But in this day and age, you're like worried that there's going to be trouble. That's how bad it is. It's just there's no you got to be careful of your surroundings every time. And then I said, well, I'll walk you back to the Port Authority because, well, you know, she's pretty and she's uh She's cute and stuff, and it's a really dangerous neighborhood. There's, you know, it's Hell's Kitchen. And when we're going down Ninth Avenue, she goes, "Um, you know, you know, now I'm, I'm." She's like, "I'm fine, I'm fine. I do it all the time." And then when we were walking down Ninth Avenue. She goes, "You know, thank you for walking me. I guess you were right. It, it does seem a little dangerous, and it is. We know the city is just getting worse and worse, and not better. And that neighborhood sucks. That was one of the reasons I didn't want to eat there because I just." That neighbor, there's, you know, there's nowhere to walk after dinner. You know, at least if we're in the West Village, you walk around a little bit. It's nice. It's pleasant. It's not super crowded and loud. And you know, that's why people were eating outside. I'm like, yeah, that's the last place I want to eat outside. I want to eat outside in Times Square. You want me to fucking eat on a bench while everybody's honking and like it's coming, the cars coming out of Lincoln Tunnel. People are walking around. No thanks, because they have the option. You can eat on the patio. The patio. The patio in Times Square. You fucking kidding me? I just saw when I was going over the Dunkin' Donuts. There's a diner down the street. Just before I get there, they have a little table out. The guy's eating out there. They're doing construction right next to him. Everybody's honking and being. I'm like, what are you a fucking idiot? Why do you want to eat out here? This is the most unpleasant place to eat outside ever. I will never understand. There are plenty of places where it is fun to eat outside. Not for me so much, but I get it. On a nice night in a pleasant place where they have it all set up. You can make a case for eating outside, even though for me, I'm just like any kind of breeze that's blowing napkins away is going to drive me insane, let alone exhaust fumes, rats, people, people stare, people walking by staring at what you're eating. Fuck that. I will never understand the opportunity to eat outside. Yeah. And and Times Square, really, you got to be crazy. I mean, they have like a, you know, it's really inlet, you know, there is, a, but it's still just stupid. You are on Ninth Avenue and 40th, you're right by the Port Authority. You're eating outside. Are you kidding? And the inside's so nice and, and pleasant, and they play jazz music. And, it, you know, it is a pleasant experience. It just wasn't for me this time, and I'm kind of upset about it. But I have to say the meal was rather reasonable, I guess because we didn't drink that much. So, uh, But it was, uh, it was all right. But then I was walking her home, and I walked into the Port Authority, and she, you know, I'm like, well... I just kept walking her and I kept walking her like the bus and she was taking the bus back, but they, they have this kind of, there's no other way to put it, this ghetto bus that you never know when it comes and what it does. And it's in this basement. I've never been to in the party 30 and we were just waiting. I'm like, well, how long do we wait here? She goes, yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, well, let's, let's find out when it's coming. Cause all these people are waiting here, people with baby carriages and stuff. She goes, well, there's this other bus I can take, but it doesn't leave till 10 45. 
And I'm like, well, I say you take that one if uh, you know you know when it's coming. So we go to the information booth at the Port Authority, which I didn't even know existed. And then I say, when's this bus coming? You know, what's going on? She goes, oh, that bus stops at 7.30. You know, it's 10, it's 10.30 right People are waiting out there. I'm like, it stops at 7.30? She goes, yeah, that door's supposed to be closed. Well, that door is wide open, and there's people just sitting out there waiting for the bus, like people with babies and shit. Shouldn't somebody go in there and tell them? Like, yeah, that door should be closed. That's all she says. So I said, listen, we got to go back and tell all those people down there that that bus ain't coming, that they're three hours too late. So we went. Uh, so yeah, we I made her come down with me and say, "Look, we got we got to tell those people. That's just, I mean, that's just horrible." <laughs> and I, I, the, the question is like, how do you not know that? If you're taking this bus all the time, how do you not know it stops at seven thirty? Why wouldn't you have that information? I mean, if it's the first time taking the bus, I get it. But how there's got to be some sort of schedule. And there is a schedule of like when it starts and when it stops at least. If it comes every twenty minutes or thirty minutes, whatever it is. I you know I get it you're just sitting there waiting but uh, Jesus Christ I mean you know, let let there's, there's no sign on the door there's no nothing it's just this one area that's not supposed to be open it's not run by the Port Authority it's like weird you, it's not like the other line so then we went up to like the fourth floor you know where I used to bowl and I waited online for her to catch the bus because it was the right thing to do I didn't want to sit in there at the Port Authority by yourself waiting but you know. But I look so stupid because I'm in my suit. You know, there's definitely nobody wearing a suit there. Not at that hour. I used to take that bus home all the time. Or that, you know, I used to be up there too. And then she got home before I did. Because I walked home and she goes, I'm home. And I'm like, I haven't gotten home yet. How did you do that? You got home before I did? You took a bus to Jersey and you're home before I did? She goes, not only did I do that, I think I took a bath. Or <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I put my di- I did my dishes or something. I'm like, what? That doesn't seem very fair. How am I still walking home? But like I said, it was a beautiful evening, so it was no big deal. But if you're ever in the Port Authority, you got to check out this Gate 51. This Gate 51 from hell. You got to check out this small place that shouldn't exist. Gate 51. There should be a movie about Gate 51 at the Port Authority, the most evil of all gates. And it is in the. And you go down into this basement, then you go down again into the basement of the ground floor. I, I don't even know how the buses come out of there because it's not, you know, you don't see any, you don't see any daylight. There's nothing. It's not on the street. It looks like it's going to go on the street, but then it doesn't. And it goes underneath the street. It's really fucked up. Gate 51. Continue in a moment. And an all new Gate 51, Leroy thinks the bus is going to come on time, but it doesn't. And his daughter is saying, Daddy, I don't know where that came from, but you know what I'm talking about. That's the sitcom version. Otherwise, it's Halloween, Gate 51, where everyone comes to die. You never know when it'll come, but it's going to get you. Gate 51, whatever you do, don't go after 7.30. Gate 51 will continue after these messages. This is Robert Hedges. Stay tuned for the second half of the sweat hogs are going to get you, see? Yesterday, I'm taping on Friday, on Thursday. I'm very excited to actually go see my mother, but not to see my mother, of course, but to just take a drive. I knew the weather was going to be nice. I knew my car was going to start. I was very excited. Very excited. And I'm killing time because I figure, okay, today I'll go down the beach this time. Maybe my friend, my friend Lou will be ready. 
he won't be sick and we can watch the football game and have some uh, beer and stuff and I really want to do that. And he said, yeah, I'm ready to do that. So I'm like, great. So I'm killing time because I know the game doesn't start to like 8.30. So I'm planning on not getting there. So, you know, he's always like, I'm always like, are you guys ready at three? And they're like, no. But this time he was ready at three. It was classic. But I was killing time. So I left my house at 11, uh, picked up the car at 11.30 and pretty much got to. And then I I did all my errands before I saw my mother's time. So I got I got my lottery tickets cash finally at the quick check. <laughs> I got some gas, and oh, and uh, while I was there, this lady drove off with the pump. It was just like in the movies. It was epic. She, the guy gave her a card back. She thought it was over, and she just pulled off with the pump and almost like caused everybody to die. <laughs> what a con. I was so angry. I'm, I'm like, what a disrespect. She just drove off with the pump in her gas tank. <laughs> like, what an asshole. And like ripped it out of the... So, I mean, that could have been a disaster where everybody could have exploded. But the pump just fell out of its thing. Gas could have started pouring. It was really bad. Um, but the guy says it happens all the time. <laughs> like, you know, I give people their cards back after I put it through the machine. They think they're done. Because I don't want to hold on to their cards. I'm like, yeah, I get that. Then I decided, I'm like, let me go see Aunt Judy today because I haven't seen her in a while. And I'll do that first since I'm killing time. And I said, Rhoda, you know, I'll just get there like at two or three. But, you know, I guess she hates that, but I'm like, what, what's the difference? What time I come? But I, I, I don't know. I just got to do other stuff. You know, I got other stuff I got to do. And if I'm going home, I can do it afterwards. But I figured do everything beforehand. So just, you know, I was just really taking my time. I was just taking my time. I wasn't in any kind of rush. Why would I be in a rush? And then I finally got to her house. That was a horrible experience. I mean, Rhoda, I'm talking about. So she's like, there's always something going on. She's like, my credit card's not working. It was very embarrassing. I'm like, why? She's like, I don't know. Can you call? So I called the credit card place. I'm like, how come my mother couldn't use her card? I get this really nice lady. And how come she couldn't get her card? Like, uh, what's going on? Like, well, we don't see any problems here. And I'm like, well, if it was a month ago, then it would be gone if a transaction didn't go through. I'm like, oh. But I see that there was some suspicious activity here. Uh, there's a donation to uh, the Jewish fund and a donation to the Holocaust fund. And I'm like, <laughs> Uh, uh, I, <laughs> okay, no, that's the correct, uh, <laughs> that's, apparently her card was blocked, they said, suspicious activity, and old lady's making a bunch of donations to some Jewish charities, <laughs> and, and the, but what really threw up, apparently she's making a donation to the Democratic Party, <laughs> and that's what threw it off, they're like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense at all, what is my mother making donations to all these people, she's got like no money on a fixed income, this is like stuff that I would do. When I'm older, if I had kids, they'd be like, Dad, why are you doing it? I'm like, oh, yeah, you got to, you know, you got to give back. I'm like, well, you got you to worry about yourself. You're going to be homeless in four years. But it was hilarious. And the lady on the uh, on the other line was laughing. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to laugh. I'm like, are you kidding? This is the, the funniest thing I've ever heard. I can't wait to tell my sister. This is hilarious. Well, there's something on here called the United Jewish Federation. <laughs> oh, so the card was blocked. And now it wasn't blocked, but she was just like, tell him this. I'm like, shut up. You asked me to call, so just let me finish my job. Like, is it finished now? I'm like, see, you have no patience. This is why you hung, This is why you got into trouble in the first place, because you called them. They asked to verify your account, then you hung up on them. It takes patience to do these things, and it takes a lot of patience. You asked me to help you, then let me help you. And shut up while I'm doing it. Thank you. Unless I need your help. What, so what's your birth date? Uh, 
Uh, she's losing it in a really hilarious way. Uh, but I did buy apple cider for the two of us. Uh, they're they're back again at this Battleview Orchards. I was able to get a cider for myself and an apple cider for my mother. And boy, is that delicious. I had it this morning. Oh, it really just tastes like you're drinking apples. Oh, it's back in season, baby. Ooh, it was awesome. So get this, right? So then I go to the shore. And it's beautiful. I took some pictures. I took some pictures of me at the beach. Uh, beach sent it to Marty. My, Marcy. So we go to this place called Robinson's in Long Branch in Pier Village. The place that Gerald, Jared Kushner built. Yay. And that, that's where I want to go. He goes, well, we probably shouldn't go there because they probably don't have the game. And I'm like, why wouldn't they have the game? It's a sports bar, right? Well, it's on Amazon Prime. I'm like, right. But still, it's a sports bar, right? And he goes, yeah, it's a sports bar. So I'm like, no, no, we got to go into that place because I was thinking about that place. And I don't love that place, but I do love that place. I like the bar. I like that it's wide open and I like it. And I didn't want to travel. You got because he's like, well, we can go other places. I'm like, no, I don't want to get in the car. I want to, I want to be at the beach. I want to, you know, this is the fun. So I'm like, let me go in there. He's like, well, don't say anything because, you know, we know the people. I'm like, no, no, no I got to say something. It's a sports bar. They're not going to have a huge football game between the undefeated Dolphins and the uh, Super Bowl, just the AFC champions, Bengals. They're not going to have that game. It's they consider themselves a fucking sports bar. We go in. We see the girl working there. I'm like, you got the game today, right? She's like, oh, what? I'm like, the NFL game, the football game. You played it. She's like, no, I don't think we. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. How do you not have? I'm not. I'm like kind of yelling. At her. I'm like, let me see that chart. She's looking at the chart. I'm like, what are you looking at? You're looking at the channels here. What is this? How is this helping anybody? Now you're just stalling. I mean, I really, really went in there guns blazing. Oh, I guess I was a little high. So then we're talking to the manager. She couldn't have been nicer, right? Her name's Melissa. Really nice. And she's like, well, here's the remotes. If you can get Amazon Prime. I'm like, if we can get Amazon Prime. So I take the remote. I figure out which TV. There's like nine TVs. I figure out, okay, this works, this TV. They have an Amazon Prime button. So I pressed it. And you ready for this? I pressed it. and And I had to log in with my own ID for Amazon Prime. So I hooked up the entire bar. With the NFL package, with that game, and then we didn't even get a discount on the food. And I said, do I get a discount for making everybody's night for putting on the NFL game, which for some reason this sports bar doesn't have? Are you fucking kidding me? How do you call yourself a sports bar? You don't have an NFL package? What the fuck? I was furious and not furious at the same time because I was just glad it all came together. But I'm like, but then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait, why do I have to hook up this bar with free entertainment and they're still charging me? Now, granted, I I don't know where I put it. I asked Lou, I'm like, can I have this bill? Because this is hilarious. I think we ate a lot of food and we had a lot to drink. It was only like 80 bucks. You got to fucking love Jersey. I couldn't believe it. I mean, what a difference it is. We had, I had a shrimp cocktail because I can't help myself. I got a problem. He had buffalo shrimp. And that was like price. That wasn't an appetizer. We had nachos. We had the wings. And we had pretzel sticks. I had three beers and he had two. Yeah. Or maybe he had three. I mean, that's a lot of stuff. And it was only 80 bucks. That's a pretty good deal. So I really couldn't complain. But I want to complain because it's so fucking stupid. How do they not have the end? They're a sports bar. What kind of sports bar are you? 
That's why you go because a lot of people don't have, I mean, they, they should have Amazon Prime, but they just want to watch, you know, you go to, a, it's pathetic. You feel bad for the manager. You know, she's bartending too. And you're like, well, what kind of money are you going to make if you don't have the football? Meanwhile, just nobody comes. It's at the beach. She's like, well, a lot of late night people come in and they order shrimp cocktail. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. What are you considering late night? And she goes, you know, eight o'clock. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I thought people were coming at 11 o'clock to have shrimp cocktail. I'm like, yeah, I guess that place closes down pretty early, so nobody's coming in. They have to watch the football game. Meanwhile, they have yesterday's Yankees game on right in front of us. Yesterday, where Aaron Judge hits the home run. And I'm like, well, this is exciting, but it's not live. This is stupid. Why are we here? But I wanted to be there. It's all my fault. I wanted to go there. I wanted to go there. So I, I, I assume they'd have the football game playing on all the things. I can't even fucking believe I had to put my own code in there so everybody could watch it. I mean, that's sick. I mean, that is worth a letter to that place or whoever owns that place and be like, you guys suck. What the fuck? Although that's probably worth it because they'll probably give me a discount next time I go. But what kind of discount is that? That's still pretty good. 80 bucks for two people and we had like six beers and all that food. So we weren't going to try the wing. We decided the wings weren't good there. So we weren't going to try it. But then we asked her, we're like, what, you know, what's the deal with the wings? Can you make them better? She goes, I think the key is to have them well done. So we got them well done. And they're definitely not buffalo wings. I don't know what they were. I was trying to explain it. Well, these aren't buffalo wings. I'm kind of a connoisseur of wings. I'm sure she loved me. And I'm like, they're not, they're not buffalo, but they're still pretty good. They're good, but they need to be cooked a little more next time too. But we got them well done. But they weren't. They were still pretty good. I did enjoy them. The nachos were excellent. The shrimp cocktail was actually pretty good. You know, it's not like Wolfgang's, but they give you a lot of sauce, and I like that. Yeah, it was pretty good. They had the Oktoberfest beer, so I was very happy. Very happy that, of course, I can go to the 7-Eleven right there in the store. And I'm telling you, it's a, it's, it's a quality. Because 7-Eleven is the worst fucking store on the planet. It's, it's run by very uh, ugly people. It's, uh, it, 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 everything about it is dirty and ugly. And it's not good, except for that one 7-Eleven I went to in Long Island, which I took the picture of when I was opening for a tell that night. And this particular 7-Eleven, it's very clean and nice and put together, although there were flies in it, but it was still a much cleaner 7-Eleven. And that's why Wawa, if you've heard of it, Wawa is taking over everything because it's a nice, clean store that's always, you know, kind of spotless and put together nice and organized well. Where these 7-Elevens used to be the cream of the crop, they're really disgusting. So, you know, I really stopped going in, except that this one place in Pier Village where it's a very nice 7-Eleven. I love to go in there at the end of the night, get my coffee before I go up. I think I got some tasty cakes. <laughs> and I started the trek, the, what is it, an hour, and an hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes home. And then Marina called me and she was talking to me. I'm like, uh... Well, I can't talk to you anymore because she wants to tell me about this corporate gig, which was fine. Normally, I would like that, but it's just like, I think if I if I had known she was going to call and I put my headset in, that would have been better. But talking on the speaker, and then, of course, you know, I put my thing through the Bluetooth, so people have told me when it, you know, it's coming through the radio that they can't hear me, so that I'm screaming. I'm like, look, I, I, I can't talk anymore. I just, I got to concentrate. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really bad at driving and talking on the phone unless i have my earplugs even then though my car's really loud so it's difficult to talk on the phone which of course is the perfect time to talk on the phone yet i just want that you know i realize now we were talking about with my nephew and stuff that my sister and I were talking like i think i'm just bad at nighttime driving you know i think getting older it's just more difficult to drive at night when i was driving him home we were going through the, but it's mostly those 
dark streets. You know, for me, driving at night here in the city, that's not a problem. And once you're on the turnpike, that's not a problem. But the parkway is all dark. But the turnpike, is a compl- it's well lit the entire way. So that's different. But I guess when it's like just dark and those streets that when you're not used to it, I don't like driving at night. I get nervous because I'm an old man. <laughs> I, I can't drive at night anymore. It's over. I want a world where Frank Jr. and all the Frank Juniors can sit under a shade tree, breathe the air, swim in the ocean, and go into a 7-Eleven without an interpreter. And finally, these things aren't funny, but they are. There's this horrible thing that's happened to this uh, uh, this uh, fu- this EMT who was just fatally stabbed last night in Queens in Astoria, the place that I've told you for years fucking sucks. Everyone's like, no, it's great. Well, she got stabbed by some lunatic. And nobody knows what he was doing. And she was a 25 year veteran, and it was even like a 9 11 and decorated. And it's not funny at all. And it's really fucking sad. And this, of course, is what's happening in the city. A random attack. That's what happened. That's why you got to be careful. Everywhere you look, somebody could bash your head in. It's really fucked up. But the funny part is there's a big thing underneath. I'll, I'll take a picture of it maybe. I mean, this is not a funny story. But on the bottom in big bold letters says six months from retirement. Of course she was six months from retirement. That's how every movie starts. The lead character is six months from retirement. Let me tell you something. If you're in the armed forces, if you're if you're a cop, if you're if you're in any kind of military, you know, cop, fire department, you know, whatever that is, not just working at a bank. If you're six months from a retirement of a job like that, you better lock yourself in that house because everyone seems to get it six months from retirement. I mean, I think, don't they do that on the naked gun? Oh, that's too bad. He was only six months away from retirement. I mean, everybody knows that's how most movies seem to start. Ah, it's too bad. He was six months from retirement too. I mean, obviously it's not funny, but that's fucking funny. Lock yourself up. If you have six months to go for retirement, you don't leave unless you're going to work. I think she was going out to get groceries. And really, you shouldn't even go to work. You should say, can I fool the system and tell my six months, but you mind if I stay home? Because I know something bad's going to happen to me. We, six months retirement, if you're still working, something bad's going to happen. You know it. I mean, that is just the way it works, at least in the movies, and now it's happening in real life. Six months from retirement, don't go to get groceries. Do your job. That's the way it might happen. But don't do anything else because it's coming. I mean, somebody's going to come to your house and fuck you up because that's how fucked up it is when you're six months from retirement. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen to me because I don't know. You know, I mean, I guess I could retire at this job or whatever. Uh, I don't know whether it happens at every job or just the, because in the movies they only depict this. But I'm figuring when I'm six months from retirement, I'm working fully remote. And even then, something's totally going to happen. You know it is. I'm going to fall onto a glass table at my house or something. It's awful. And speaking of really funny stuff that shouldn't be, during the storm, Ian, they uh, they got a bit, one, one of the meteorologists from the Weather Channel got struck by a tree, and he's trying to get up, and there's footage of it. I'm like, that's hilarious to me. That's hilarious. You know it is, because these fucking dickheads are just sitting in that fucking storm. They tell everybody to leave, and they're always out there. Of course, one sooner or later, that's going to happen, so you kind of look like a dick. 
I mean, I don't know what you're expecting to happen. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often when they're sitting out there in those whipping winds. Meanwhile, I'd love to be one of those reporters. I would expect that to happen, and I'd enjoy the danger. But I'm not going to not make fun of that guy for a tree falling on him, and, and he can't get up because that's what you get. But meanwhile, that's what I'd like to do for a living. I want to do storm and snow coverage. I've always wanted to do that. I want to be part of the action because that's some interesting action. I don't want to be part of like a crime scene shooting action, that kind of stuff. That's the kind of action I could probably, you know, get into and be like, you know, whipping winds and stuff like that. Although I can't because even in the picture I took at the beach, which you'll see, my hair's all over the place. So, and I can't imagine wearing a hat that's not going to come off. And then when it comes off, I go, oh my God, my, my toupee. <laughs> when my hat blows off, I go, my toupee. Because remember that happened in the whipping winds when I was by the UN that time? My hat fell off and I had to go get it while the reporter was, I was so embarrassed. So I guess that's not for me. But, you know, when you see these idiots covering these storms and, and they're like, oh no, what? Oh, and then they say they got hurt. I'm like, well, you know, fuck you. Is that really your job? Is that your job? Do you really have to be in the storm? We get it. You know, take your camera from a window from a hotel. You know, just like in Devil Wears Prada, where uh, Meryl Streep is walking around saying, it's just a couple of drops, and you can see the storm outside. That's good enough for me. We know it's happening, but I guess it's not going to affect the Mets game. That's the most important thing, don't you think? Mets going to sweep, baby! <laughs> I don't think I have any Atlanta listeners, so I think we're okay. Anywho, it's October, right? So... All the playoffs, all the football. Ooh, it's happening. Uh, I'm going to Billy Joel next week. Am I going to Billy Joel before I see you guys? Mm, that's next Sunday. So, no, we'll record before I go. I'm going with Gary Goldman. Very exciting. Seeing the residency again. Very excited. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm Billy Joel. You know, I got it mixed up last week. This is the Great Wall of China was last week. The longest time is this week. If you're interested, um, yeah, you know, watch the Tuesday show if you have to. And I understand if it's a uh, Yom Kippur, it's weird. But the week after, you got to watch because, you know, the lovable, adorable Molly will be on. Then I think uh, Alana and I are going to take the root beer, birch beer challenge. And then, because Dino canceled again. I don't know, if, you know, Dino, he didn't cancel. He just got sick. He got really sick. He actually texted me yesterday. He goes, I'm really sick. It's not COVID, but I'm really sick. So, again, sorry I had to cancel. But he'll come on for Halloween. We'll have a great time. There's a great month of Just Gowness planned for you. Don't miss any of it. I'm the three things I give you, let alone Maria's Marina Saturday show. It's all Just Gow all the time in Rocktober, everybody. I'll see you next week. I'm Just Gow in the City. Good night.